So welcome everybody. Welcome to Hot Song um, Podcast. Today is February 22nd, 2024. The topic for this evening is soul embodiment. And more specifically, I, I actually um, really want to talk about different body work practices to um, so that we can, can facilitate for us to end soul, really meaning to embody our soul. Um, so let me just clarify, you know, yeah, so what do you mean and and so what do you mean embodying our body no isn't the the soul in the body um <clears throat> not really <laughs> it took me a um i would say a while to to actually really figure out that you know yeah our soul is not in our body it's actually the other way around our body is in our soul um, that's why we have an aura around the body. What do you think that aura is? It's actually part of our soul. So um, the the body itself is actually um, within the soul because our soul is much bigger than we think it is. It, our soul is not this five milligram or um, I, I think at one point some some scientists mentioned that you know they 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 postulate that yeah there there may be something to the the, the um, hypothesis that we have a soul because if you weigh if they try to weigh somebody before they die a person die mm -hmm. and then just after they they passed away and they found that you know just from that fairly short period of time that there is a difference in the body so like you know when you die you don't eat so there's um, there's no reason how you would actually um or or you don't have any other bodily um function so the only reason why a person's weight would shift after they die is could possibly be because the soul has that, you know, feel, it's not a lot of weight, but, you know, just that little bit of difference. So that, that's part of the, the, the argument that we actually do have a soul. Um, however, it's, it's not, it's not because of that. Is that um, the, the soul is around the body, but it also has access to it within the body as well. So the soul is all around the body and within the body as well. And within the body so that the, the, the soul can experience this reality. So that's what soul embodiment really is. And, um, the, the reason why we don't quite embody the soul is because, you know, when we are, when our body is suffering, the soul is not hanging around very much because if you, um, it's just not very pleasant for the soul. So that's why 
and also when you go through um, trauma as well. And the body can feel the trauma, but the soul may not want to experience all that. So then whenever we have um, trauma in the body, whenever we have, I would say, some misalignment between the body and what the soul wants to experience, then it would create a situation where the soul does not want to be connected with the body as much. So the last couple of weeks, we have been doing some, I would say, you know, releasing. And it is, um, so how the, the release work is that we are getting into the matrix of the body. When I, when I say matrix, I mean <clears throat> our body is um, in contact with our soul through a matrix of energy that flows between the, the, the soul and the body so that the two can be linked together and be able to connect with one another. So when we do the releasing, um, we actually shift how the so that's what I mean by the matrix is is the is that system of energy that links the the body and the soul together and um, whenever we have a certain beliefs we actually have a depending on how congruent that belief system is to our soul it may prevent the soul from being able to reach the body properly and properly meaning that the way it's naturally supposed to because um, some beliefs so what a belief does is a belief kind of creates a a detour it a, a belief that does not um, it does not resonate with the, the soul. It kind of created energetically a detour within the body so that when the soul tries to reach the body, it can't really make that um, connection very well. Because every time the, the, the soul tries to come in, the energy and then the belief kind of makes, forces that energy to make a detour. So it can't quite access the, the the soul intention can't quite access the body so that's how the um, beliefs our beliefs does within our energy system so it creates kind of a force matrix um, and by matrix I mean energy system so so far any um, questions did I lose anybody or all of you, yes? Yeah, if you're saying the body is in the soul, then how do we say that the some, sometimes the soul leaves the body? The soul does not leave the body. It's always connected. That's why it's always connected. Remember um, sometimes when, we, when, I, when they say that it leaves, it simply means that there is um the that that disconnection 
between. So when the soul wants to access the body, a belief system or the, some, some trauma kind of create, that's what I mean by that detour. So that the, the soul is still around, but it can't quite get at the body. It's, it's a disconnection rather than leaving. There's no leaving. Remember some I, time ago we used to say that uh, different souls are taking over the body, like one soul walk-ins walk and things like that. What was that then? Um, well, when it is a walk-in, then yes, the soul leaves. Another, one. another soul comes around. Vinya, I've heard that uh, soul, it's like that inside of our heart. It's not true? Um, okay. Uh, so, so I just want to get back to Rosanna. Yeah. Did, did I answer your question yet? Are you still not there sure? Was, there was another question, but I can't remember it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Go ahead. With that, come uh, yes, up. there are cases where um, the soul decided that okay, yeah, um, I for whatever reason it does not want to stick around, but it usually does not just go unless unless the body is uh, ready to to die. So usually, what the the so uh, if the body is still in good condition, then then your original soul would kind of make a contract or um, send out a signal to another, to you know the universe and say, hey, I'm done with this one. You guys want to? Anybody else wants to? You know, come and take a drive around in this body. So that does happen. However, when so that's. That's only in, I would say, um, rare cases. And then uh, when uh, Franco used to have so many souls in his body, what was that? And don't we say that the soul chooses which body to come to? Okay, so... Um, a soul is not a soul is etheric. Then, um, yes, there can be more than one soul. There can be more than one soul in a body. You mean? Um, so, okay. So my understanding is that there can be more than one soul. However, there's usually just, no, actually, there can be more than one soul driving the body. However, that's usually not recommended because it would create a lot of confusion. It, it does not serve the, the experience. So even in, um, even in, Franco's case, there is he and finally he he did say that you know there is a stipulation that only one soul can one of his uh, entourage can be kind of just be dominant in the 
body. So there can be more than one soul that is connected to the body. However, a lot of the times the um, there is one dominant one. Mm -hmm. And the other mm -hmm. ones would come through whenever um, there's the dominant one needs guidance or needs to do something that is outside of his own expertise, then another one may be able to come in. It's like um, our higher self can walk in as well. And usually a lot of the times that is the case because it's the same soul only at different frequencies. So sometimes when we are going through um, a particularly tricky situation, our higher self may come in and just um, help us to, to kind of navigate part of our life. Um, not changing everything. Oh, oh, when somebody was part of our self, yeah. Like, well, sorry, I missed that. The higher self wasn't it part of your consciousness, or that's your consciousness, yeah. right? Yes, but usually we don't have access to it. We usually don't have access to it because the frequency is so high. Yeah, and that's why we used to connect with Sifu James, we used to connect to the higher self, right? Yeah. Uh, another thing you mentioned about the weight, uh, so it loses weight when when the body dies, uh, it loses weight, you mean? Um, like it's not a lot of weight. We were talking about maybe a couple of ounces, so it's not, not like, you know, it's... Um. Difference. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe less, maybe yeah. a one ounce or something. Yeah. Very, very nice. It's a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a big difference. Mm -hmm. However, it's a difference. Okay. Okay, so any other questions? Um, sorry, uh, getting back to... Something to us. Yeah. Yeah. So back. now I confused. <laughs> you said that we cannot connect to higher self because it's too high frequency, but we're always trying, right? Connect to our high version of ourselves. It's not high frequency. I mean, uh, it's not higher self. We are connected to our soul. So our soul. Our soul in our heart or not? We connected to our soul in our heart. Um, yeah, I guess heart. You can say it's heart. So if our soul and in our heart, what is around us? What the what does? You said something around us. The aura. Aura. You said the auras are the soul. I think Vini said it's, soul. It's mm -hmm. an energy. So, okay, when we say soul, it's energy. So there is an energy system around us. Oh, okay, got it. So it's not sitting anywhere in your body. Like it's it's not sitting in our heart? Um, it's not really just sitting in our heart. However, our heart 
is really the organ that can um, decode what the soul is trying to communicate with us. Mm. Okay. So if your your liver is like, it, yeah, is, can your soul be in your liver? Yeah, absolutely. However, your liver is not really designed for that. So that's why it's, it's not that you cannot hear your soul when you're in your liver. It's just that you won't be able to hear it very clearly. However, when you tune into your heart, because your heart is designed for that. So that's why when you focus on your heart, yes, you can um, decipher the message that your soul is trying to communicate with you better. So what about that uh, when Shifu James says mm -hmm. under our ribs, like two inch down there, that part. So what is that? Didn't he say it's a zero point? Is, is that is a soul zero or point. the source? Yeah, zero point. It's a connection. Mm -hmm. um, it's a connection. To what? This is the source and the 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 soul. It's your soul. It's your source. It's your your, your soul is actually energy. Mm -hmm. Your soul is energy. Your soul is energy, and the energy wraps around your body. And there are certain points of the the energy system that actually intersects into your body, actually and actually penetrates your body. So the point that he talks about is one of the point, hmm. okay. not the only point. Got it. Thank you. Okay. The zero so, point is not in the ribs. It's it's uh, closer to the heart. It's, yeah. it's sternum. Uh, sternum. Yeah. It's the uh, yeah lower part of the sternum. Yeah. So what is Nishi saying about in the ribs? No, it's under the ribs, like about one inch. That's what he was always mentioning that. Yeah, under the, the sternum. Mm -hmm. Under the sternum. It, yeah. It's the middle of the rib, uh, in the middle of the rib. But yes. it's not on the sternum. It's actually within the body around that area. When the ribs are finished after that, where that dip is, so it, that's what he's always saying that it's about one inch down. Yeah, that must be something else. That's a different ribs are finishing like in midpoint below the ribs. You mean? <laughs> I think we are being sidetracked now. <laughs> yes, but you you put yes. us all in an upset like the, yeah. the statement that. So that is that, so that that is put us off completely. <laughs> okay, so um, so what I want to talk about is actually that you know we we did all the energies clearing. We did the energy clearing. I was trying to let you all know what the energy clearing does is it actually starts to 
unravel some of the detours. Because I mentioned that any kind of trauma, whether physical or emotional, your body and your body's energy field, um, natural energy field, would have to make adjustments because all of a sudden there's an energy blockage because of the trauma. So it will need to make a detour, 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 detour. So from almost inception to now, there, there are really innumerable um, detours, whether it is physical or emotional traumas that most people would have gone through. So that, which means that there's a lot of detours within our energy system. So when we do the clearing, we actually start to um, simplify the energy pathway so that we can get back to more normal. When our energy becomes more um, back to its original normal state or as close to it as possible, then our soul can actually access um, the message of the soul can actually access the body and be able to live and experience through the body in a more genuine and authentic way. So far, so good. So now what is embodiment? So the embodiment is, is that um, it's really to get rid of all of those when we get rid of those detours and the, the detours within our energy system the body the soul can actually come in the energy of the soul and actually come into the body and express itself through the body express and experience through the body so that it really is what embodiment is so far, so good. Easier. Great. Yeah. Thank you. It has a flow. Yeah. Because your when your when your the the energy of the soul tries to to come in and kind of move us and give us instructions, give our body instructions, it can't really do it very properly because of all the detours. So that's why when we do the, the, the energy clearing, it starts to um, loosen up those detours. And I want to also um, cover some of the, the body work practices this week because we are in 3D. Um, okay, I don't mean 3D as in, you know, third dimension. 3D meaning that we are in matter. I should okay be more specific. Say when we're in matter, energy work. That's how. However, when we couple, when we um, add body work with energy work, it actually makes the 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 process of loosening up all those um, um, trauma, physical or emotional within our body. It makes it goes faster. So that's the reason why I want to go through some body work processes so that we can 
clear away the um, blockages within our energy system faster. And when we can do that, then we can actually embody much easier. Mm -hmm. Okay, so far so good? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, there are two major types of um, body work. Oh, okay. Two. <laughs> Not four, but two. Two. <laughs> One is movement. So it's like when I'm moving my hands, that's movement. So that's why things like Qigong, when it couple, coupled with movement, it's effective because movement actually moves, actually moves the energy around. And then the other big um, category of body work is vibration, meaning sound. So whenever we say something, whenever we sing something, whenever we do toning, then that creates a vibration within our body. So that's why people like to sing, especially in the shower. Or we like to, or if you like, when we're happy, we sing. So that's vibration. The vibration actually, it goes through our whole body. And that is another kind of body work. So I just want to start talking. So any questions about um, embodiment? What about grounding? We, we hear so much that we need to ground. Actually grounding, um, my understanding of it, ground is actually grounding our the spirit into the body. That's my understanding of what grounding is. So, usually when we think we ground, we need grounding is because we're too much in our head. So we actually, you know, just thinking, 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 and we are not actually paying attention to our body when we actually um, allow the soul to be working within the body, that is what, um, that is the ultimate grounding. That, that is very good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we, I remember the biggest difference I ever made to my own you know, consciousness development is the day I discovered that I've been living in my head for, I don't know, at least 30, 40 years, if not longer. I'm still living in my head. <laughs> still uh, living in my head, meaning that, you know, yeah, my head would tell me, okay, this happened. I should feel good or I should feel offended or I should feel fear. So that's actually how I experience um, how how I experienced the world for you know decades in my life, and then um, what 
what took was I was um, away. I was, you know, away. I was on, I was actually in Morocco. So that's not that long ago, maybe 10 years ago or less that I, I actually, I was in Morocco and I was in a, in the market. And the market is just, um, not that I've never been into a wet market, like, because I, I was born in Hong Kong, so there are there are those markets where they hang, you know, the pigs that are half slaughtered and all or everything there. You can buy just about anything there. Um, so I grew up in that environment in Hong Kong. However, I really haven't been to that kind of a market until I went back when until I went to Morocco. Their market is kind of just like what the market was like in Hong Kong. There, the smell, the people, it's like all of a sudden I was bombarded by all of that. And my mind just got completely overwhelmed. And I cannot even tell myself what it is that I'm supposed to be feeling. I'm just allowing myself to feel like for the long, the first time for the longest time. That's my experience of actually feeling being able to uh, feel my reality rather than think, uh, rather than my mind telling me how I should feel about the reality. So that really is what the difference between living in your mind versus living in your body. Because um, animals are pretty good at living in their body. They they don't need to ground because they live in their body. They Whereas human beings are they're very good at, or at least I am very good at, I have been very good at um, living in my head and let my head tell me, you know, how I should react or not react. And it's it's been quite the journey to really honor feeling and being able to use my body to feel and experience this reality rather than trying to experience the reality through my head. So I invite all of you to notice when you are, maybe I am the only one here. So, <laughs> however, uh, I just want to point it out. It may resonate with you or it may not. So, no, I, I I believe I do live. I'm very practical, and I do live in my mind. Yes. And um, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying, um, try, try living in your body, and see which way you like better. Thank you. And you may not like it better. Or you may. So I would suggest that you give it a try. Like everything else, then give it a try. If it resonates with you, then carry on. If not, then try something else. So, um, so now back to body practices. Why did I bring, why am I bringing this up? Because, well, you know, I started the, a new course um, maybe about two weeks ago. And um, 
and I really learned a lot from from that course and 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 um not that this this is new information for me, but it's kind of a reminder of something that I know. Haven't been practicing it very much because I remember Jason Estes has a whole um a whole what well, I think maybe about six, five or six videos, like short videos on YouTube that that really teaches how to um, use nasal vibration using um, sounds like um, A-I-O-U to just vibrate your head. So that is really using vibration to shift your or to shift um because we are all we are electricity so when you vibrate your your body you actually shift the energy um, dynamics that's when you do that um, often enough it actually changes or it can change how you relate to the reality it can shift your perspective and um shifting a perspective to being closer to what is natural for you rather than what is what your mind tell you you should be thinking so um i would so that's that's i think first one of the 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 practices that we can do i think i've done a an om healing with you all um how many years ago maybe two three years ago i did a, a an om healing so om is really just to use your voice to just say om so that sound actually vibrates through your whole body from head to toe because OM sound is such a primordial sound. So that's why the OM, just doing OM, not just one OM, but OM for like making the OM sound for at least 10, 15 minutes. I think we've done that before. And I, I remember um, I actually went to a a workshop once where we did healing, sound healing on one another. And what we did was we all gather around the person who is going to be healed in the middle. And we each place a hand, which is one hand, on the person that we want to heal. And we, in like the people that are around that person, just we just chanted OM 15 minutes straight for that person. And then we would rotate. So another person within the group would be then lying down next. And then the person that is healed would be the one that's um, part of the chanting as well. So we did that, meaning that each one of us has been chanting home for at least an hour. So by the end of that hour, we were like, okay, 
there's no, this is not um, like 3D Earth anymore. We just, our vibration really shifted so much more. So this using sound as a means of body work practices to shift yourself is another one. Any questions about either one of those? Well, that's why in all the Indian temples, they, the, the chanting that vibrates. Even my Zoroastrian prayers, it's the vibration of the prayer. That's why we don't change the language, even though we don't understand it. We say it in that language. It's the yeah. same with Jewish language, I think. It's the vibration of the original words that it makes the power of prayer more meaningful. Um, I'm not sure if this is scientific or proven yet, <clears throat> but I've been told that there are certain languages because of the because it's um so older language is the way they um the language is structured the sound of the the language that is structure is actually more powerful than english oh yeah so english is actually um much more watered down version of of the the um, language so older languages like latin is much more powerful mm -hmm. and um things I, I remember when i went to hawaii the hawaiian language actually is has a very old tradition and, and so when we do casting spells we we do it in um in hawaiian language and the um, thing about Hawaiian is that they don't just they don't just have sounds. They actually have a um, like a hula dance. So the hula dance is actually when the dancing movement, a certain movement that is coupled with the sound, with the sound of their language. It's move energy so efficiently that it can actually um, shift reality. So that's how some of the old style shamans uh, that is in Hawaii, that's what they do. Um, the hula dance, yeah, we think of it as, you know, tourist attraction, you do this, you do that. No, not really. That's not the root of it. As the, the, the way we do it, the, the way that's being done, when it's done properly, when it is also timed um, and coordinated with the, 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 the songs that they sing um, in their own language, it actually is a prayer that, that shifts energy. That's how they change their reality that's how they manifest is through movement even clapping i think helps 
Yeah, the clapping. Yeah, clapping. And also um, that's why things like crystal bowls or um, Tibetan singing bowls, especially the ones that are handcrafted, they they um they do that. And in the olden days, the churches have big, big, big bells in them. And every now and then they would ring the the church bells, not only just to um, you know, let people know, you know, come to church. No, not really. It's actually to shift the energy of the whole village as well. That's actually what the 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 bell the big bells are for. Yep. So yeah, that's sound. That's how we can use sound to shift energy. It's um, amazing and... how we are going back to the origins. Yeah. Now we know why the meaning. We are rediscovering. We are rediscovering mm -hmm. that, you know, there's a reason why they do it. And we actually, for the longest time, we forgot what that, what those reasons are. And now we're rediscovering that, you know, well, they did those things. There's a reason why they do that. And we are rediscovering. And so, um, in addition to re-listening to the, the, the clearings from the previous two weeks, I highly encourage all of you to experiment. Not just like if you if you want these the changes to come about faster, is actually to incorporate some of the um, body practices that I I've shared and also we'll continue to be sharing as well I'm not not quite done yet so um just using the toning and I will send you guys the the, the video that because Jason Estes did a pretty good job at showing all the different uh, five or there are six uh, five or six different ones to them so how do you do those things you just follow what he teaches and so he just uh, demonstrate each sound so I think there may be five or six sounds in each of the the short um maybe just maybe two one or two minutes um videos he would demonstrate them and so do each one and then also um start to combine start to combine Let's say if the A and the E resonates with you, then just combine those two and do that for a few minutes and see where your um, where your consciousness has shifted to and see if you like that. If, if, if the shift is something that feels pleasant and resonates with you, then do more of that. So... He does not give you the like, he gives you the the each of the elements, but he does not give you you does not tell you you know how to combine them because everyone is unique, and what you need in the moment is going to be unique as well. So he gives you the basic of the the five or six notes. So you will have to experiment to com 
combine two of them together or three of them together, however it is, to create a shift in your own awareness. And that's something that it, it resonates with you, please go ahead to um, experiment with those. And then also experiment with OM as well. And um, so now those are vibrations. Um, now movement. So I'm not going to teach you guys how to do hula dancing. <laughs> I think I've forgotten all of that already. However, just moving the body. So moving the body, but um, in a conscious way. So what do I mean by that? So is, let's say, um, it usually works better when you have some music. So I find that for myself anyways. I resonate with piano music very much because um, I played, I used to play piano. So I love piano music. So whenever I hear piano music, my heart just opens. So it's easy for me to hear a piece of piano music and I would start to, you know, um, move according to the music. So what it is, that the music moves you, then you just move your body with that. And for me anyways, it's not, it's usually not a quick movement. It's usually more of a slow flowing movement. That's for me. You have to explore for yourself. So meaning, you know, find some music that really resonates with you. If you like violin then you know go search for some violin music and if you like more modern music try to find something that is more or i should say try to find something that is not heavy metal because heavy metal music it's it's not really very um high frequency so try to find music that is more as higher frequency, meaning that when you listen to the music, it brings you into a more peaceful and joyful um, mood. Ecstasy. It's like taking that. Anya is a it's a good art, um, artist, so his okay. music is usually quite um, meditative. Who's Anya? A and oh, yeah. You remember Richard Kederman? Never heard that? It's beautiful music. I have DVDs too. <laughs> I mean CDs, yeah. Yeah. So find what the music that moves you and it's of high frequency. And then start to just move to it. Whole body. Maybe just start with your hands and then proceed to whole body movement. Because when you move your body, any kind of stuck energy cannot really stay stuck for very long. So that's the, the benefit of movement. It's really to move the energy around so that the um, 
it's easier for your own natural organic um, energy pathways to come back. Just to get yourself out of the all the detours that's created by this life. And then I also want to um, share with you just another way of using movement or working with the body consciously. Um, this is really more if you want to dig deeper into releasing work than um, this. I remember, you know, I was listening to some video and it's it's about, you know, okay, so it's it's about talking about money. And so the the question was, you know, think about if you have a hundred million right now, how does that feel in your body? And I was like, <laughs> you know, I don't it it just it overwhelms me. So um, the, the practice is find things like that. You know, challenge yourself. Usually when you blow it so so big, it 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 um you can feel the response in your body easier. So ask yourself this question right now is all of a sudden if you have a hundred million dollars, somebody just went and gave you a hundred million dollars. You know, take I don't know how many crates of hundred dollar bills and just give it to you. How does how does your body feel? How does it feel in the body? What things comes up? And when you like you may feel yes, let's go, let's go party. Or if you feel anything that is negative, fearful or overwhelm in your body, then um, the body practices, the body work practices is to know where in your body do you feel that? So where I feel it is in my stomach area or just, just below the stomach area. Actually, it's, it's, it's still above the belly button, but it's slightly below the, the stomach, that area. So it's kind of the, the solar plexus area. I feel, you know, it's pulsing. So the body practice is to just put your hand there and just breathe in that area. And also, if it helps, is to massage that area. Just gently massage that area.
and then continue to breathe into that area. And just kind of alternative, um, alternatively do that is to breathe and massage and then stop massaging and then continue to breathe. So alternate, uh, alternate those two to see if you can calm or it may be a different body part. Wherever the body, body part is, is, the idea is to work to actually touch that area. Because when you touch an area, your body knows that, you know, yeah, you want some attention there. Okay, got it. So just touch that area that you may feel some overwhelm or less than positive thoughts in that area until you feel that it's calm down. So this is one way of using body work to release. Because my body or my um, solar plexus had that reaction because my nervous system and my, like, my energy system couldn't handle a hundred million. So that's why when I, when I, you know, imagine that, you know, somebody give me that kind of money, all of a sudden it's like, it just went overboard. So one way is to just through body work is to calm my nervous system down. That does not mean that it is completely resolved because it may be resolved in this moment. However, I'm quite sure Tomorrow, when I try to do this exercise again, I may go through something similar. It may be at a, in a different part of the body, and then I will work in the same way with that part of the body. So that is one way to consciously do body work. Questions, comments? So this body work really is to recondition your nervous system because when our nervous system is overwhelmed, we can't undo it, then we actually stop. We actually create a block. Do I 
really want a hundred million to come into my life? Maybe. However, it's never going to happen because my nervous system cannot handle it because I block it. However, um, if I do the practice of working with my nervous system and expanding it, one day I would be able, somebody would tell me, I'm going to give you a hundred million tomorrow, Winnie darling. And I would say, thank you. And completely <laughs> ready to receive. So that's, that's what this practice, I'm not saying that it's about money. It's not about the money. Money is just, just one example. It could be, you know, love. Somebody say, I'm going to love you till the day we die. You know, if I have any issues with love, I would say, no, I would simply uh, reject it and block it. But when I work with that and expand my nervous system to receive love, one day I would be able to allow that in. So that's what this is about is to work with our nervous system whatever it is it could be it could be any belief any belief that you actually want to install in your body and right now you know if somebody say that to you and you want to i want to be the most brilliant um entrepreneur in all of toronto for example somebody tell me that right now i would say I don't want to work that hard. So I will block that because my nervous system cannot handle it. But if you, if I really want to be that, then that is something that I can start to work with my own nervous system to expand it so that I can get to the point where I'm ready to receive that reality, to experience that reality. Questions, comments? It's so interesting. First, when you said, if you want $100 million, I said, yes, I know how to use it. And then when I started to feel my body, it's black all over in my heart, in my stomach, everywhere. It's black. Even when I, you know, I start to release the black in my heart, all of a sudden, I have block in my stomach. It's crazy. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's That's when interesting. You know that, you know, what you want and what your nervous system can handle does not align. So work with your nervous system. I'm not saying that, you know, when you work with your nervous system, then you're going to get 100 million. But I'm saying that when you don't have a block, then maybe not a hundred million, maybe ten million can come in. Who knows? So yeah. That's, Thank you, Vinny. It's so interesting. Body My first thought is when you said about the crates of money, I was thinking, how quickly can I give it away? <laughs> I mean, what what good you can do with it? Like, not just give it away. Of course, yep. But that was my first thought. Not how much I can use of it, but how much I can give away. 
I also thought that I'm going to give away here, 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 but then um, my body said that I'm, I don't, I'm not allowed myself to receive it even. Yeah. It's, yeah, you have to notice what your body is doing. When you, when you get good at noticing what your body, how your body actually reacts to something, then you know whether you are ready to, for that to happen or not. And you can do something about it too. It's not like, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. You can, you can work with your nervous system and start to expand. So that's one way of working with your belief system, especially to install a new belief system. And the same with a career, right? So I can feel if I open for that or not. Yeah. And if you're not open, then you work with your body. Because there is there is some beliefs there that is blocking. Because why not? You deserve the best. You deserve everything that you want to experience. Okay. Thank you, Vini. It's great. Yeah, may I add something here? You can yeah. do it for health, for healing as yeah. well, because a lot of times we have blocks to our healing, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what also, I we can do it for uh, any kind of, when we want to create something and we have blocks, we can do it for that too. Create anything. Yeah. yeah that's very, very powerful. It is. And we always have our body with us. So we can actually do something about it. And that's part of embodying. Mm. It's to really feel comfortable in our body. Mm. And I remember um, um, recently um, what I've started doing is to lotion. I, like, I know I live in Toronto and we live in Canada. It's so cold. Why? I, everybody should be lotioning them. But I don't usually do that. Maybe when I, when I really feel dry, but I don't usually do that. However, um, I, because of the course that I started, so one of the homework is that we do, we do something to take care of our own body every night. So it's a routine. So I was just, you know, doing, taking some, um, <clears throat> Like I, I do this consciously, of course, um, kind of like a meditation uh, in lieu of a meditation is to really just do that work of um, taking care of the body. So that is also a very powerful practice as well. I know a lot of other people are probably much better at this than I am because <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't take that much um, care of my body and that's that's my challenge. So what I did was I started um, using um, coconut butter and I was my, as, so I know that my um, hip, you know, because the, the Friday, last Friday I was sleeping 24 hours. So, well, by the, by the time I got up on Saturday, I was like, oh my gosh, 
my hip. I've been sleeping sideways on my hip for, you know, over 24 hours. It's a little tight. So when I uh, got well enough to do the exercise, I was just lotioning my hips. And I actually, uh, it's not my hips that's the, the issue. I did find that, you know, when I put lotion on my sacrum, my sacral, uh, sacral bones, that's when I really feel, oh, that is where the, the my problem is. So that's the origination of it. And when I try, when I start to give that part of my body more love, it was like, I really feel the difference, the shift. And it really helped me um, felt better faster. So it's not just something to work with beliefs. It actually, when we feel good in our body, when we feel comfortable, safe in our body, a lot of the health issues would start to work itself out. So um, a lot of the times the body is hurting. Um, could be something physical. However, emotional part of it is a big part of it. And by just working with the body, wherever it is you feel pain, just put your hand there. And just give it some love. Maybe move it around, massage it. Put on some nice music, dance to it. Work with your body to start to allow your body to move energy faster so that your body can recover, recuperate faster. Okay. Um, I also want to add as well is there may be some if you have any trouble reaching a body part that is in pain, then you don't actually have to touch that part. I would suggest like if it were me, let let's say if my um Like if there's some part in my back, the back, it's very hard for me to touch it, then is what I would do is to actually just tune in, work with my heart. Just tune into my heart. And then from my heart, just send the energy to the part of the body that is actually in pain. Because your whole body is connected. You don't actually have to touch the part of the body that is in pain. You can actually just by intention touch any part of the body that is most convenient for you to touch. And then with intention, send it to wherever it is that is most needed. And that's a suggestion as well.
That's a really good one. Thank you. Um, I have another question. Are we finished or is there more you want to cover? Um, basically done. So question away. <laughs> My question is that when you're saying when your soul doesn't connect to the body, how would that feel? I mean, <laughs> I guess... You know, you know, that upsets me that my body is hurting, but my soul is like, oh, I'm out of here. And I'm then I'm stuck with the body hurting, you know? It just doesn't. It's not that um, the soul can get away or not. It's just that the energy from the soul cannot get to the body because mm. there's blockage. Mm. Okay. But it's, it can, it can um, however, you know, just using that as well. Touch the part of your body that you really want to connect to. Want your soul to connect to and create that pathway. Mm -hmm. it's, it's your body, it's your soul. So you can make that connection just by your intention. Mm -hmm. So, so we, in, in a way, you know, sometimes when we're in so much pain, we want to get away from the body, right? But in a way, we can't. So you gotta send it love. Yeah. Um, so touch the part of the body that is in pain. And really start to feel the pain. And as you feel it, also let your body know that it's okay. Mm. And just let your body know that you receive the message and start asking the body to let you know or to find a way to move out of that state. Mm. To also let um, ask your body to let you know what, like maybe ask questions like, is it emotional or physical? Mm. And then like ask simple questions and let's say, so is it emotional? Yes, no. Is it mm -hmm. physical? Yes, no. Mm -hmm. And then if it's physical, you know, um, the next question is, what is best? Then give some option. Let's say, um, exercise, or I would say certain kind of exercise, or not. Yes, no question. Mm. 
So ask your body yes, no question to really get guidance. See how your body feels about it, what your body to communicate with your body so that you can find the best way to kind of facilitate your body to shift out of that state. Mm -hmm. And if it is emotional, then find out what kind of emotional, what is it that is holding there? So ask, communicate with the body part. What if it's stuck energy? Then how to unstuck it? That's the mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Is it better to use, let's say, um, is it better to use vibration? Let's say. Mm. Yes, no, yes, no question. So find, like, give your body an option and then yes, no, and then figure out what yes feels like and what no feels like. So, yeah. Does that help? Yes, thank you. It's so interesting. I just realized that before you manifest something, before you try to manifest something, you have to be open to that inside of your body and then manifest it. Because you can manifest for 100 years, but your body not ready for that. Okay, look out world, Tatiana is coming. <laughs> Good insight, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Vini. Thank you. Manon, you can try the music also, like when he said. Try different music if that suits you. Pain. Oh yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Different sounds, different music. Yeah. Could There's so faggio music. There's there's solfagio oh. music, there's reiki music, there's so many different kinds of music. Somehow oh, I don't like solfagio music. Yeah. I don't like it. For music, I have a question. Can you uh, put your headphone uh listen to some kind of music, suppose, good music? Is it good or not? Overnight? go to sleep. It's okay to do that. Um, There's no yes, no answer to this. It really depends. There are certain music that has to be, like I know that um, is what are they called? Binaural music. It has to, um, you have to put on an earphone to hear it because both sides, the two sides, um, it's a different soundtrack. And the um, and it does something particular to sync up your brain because of that diff- different um, beat 
So for those music, you definitely need a, or it's best to be experienced through um, earphones. However, other music, not necessarily. I, it, it depends on your own sensitivity. I'm a very, because I am um, the audience, so I'm very sensitive to sound. So I don't like earphones because I can hear my hearing is heightened. I can hear things. I can hear things that other people can't hear. So let me put it this way. So I don't like using um, earphones. However, your experience would be different. Mm -hmm. No, and I'm not very good at the songs. I mean, yeah. I, I I saw some somewhere say you have to enjoy this music with the earphone. That's why I I didn't have one. I have to go and buy one, and I actually didn't use that much because I. <laughs> Uh, but uh, if it's yeah, I guess some some music maybe need that. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. It, yeah, it really depends on um on the person, and also depends on you know why do you want to listen to the music. There is some music that, like, if you really want to enjoy it, sure. It it may be easier, or if your environment is is such that you know, um, sometimes when my brother is around, I would use headphones because you know, I don't want to disturb him too much. So I would do that. However, when I'm like today, I have the house to myself, so you know, <laughs> I can blast the music out. So it, it all depends on, it, it's very individual. It's all up to you. There's no one right answer. Okay, thank you. Oh, I also, I actually want to um, mention one thing too. I remember um, I've been to... <clears throat> A retreat with uh, Franco, and um, so he invited somebody there. I forgot his his name already. I've got, but anyways, he has these big gongs, and so <clears throat> he um, he actually played the big gong for each one of us to move our energy. That's part of the exercise. Is that he would beat the the gong for a couple of times. With us to help us uh, move energy, and those you know thick thick bombs that are this big, you know, almost as far as me, really big bombs, and so those are kind of like the big bells. They are the the music move energy. Yes, I had the experience in one of the buildings. This lady, she's a yoga teacher, and she had a leak. So I went to up there, her apartment. My God, she had like six of them oh, wow. in one of the rooms. <laughs> I said, oh, wow, that, what a beautiful piece. And it's like I, I knew it's a gong. And she played. 
I was literally, I said, wow, I'm in a totally different uh, world. And then I said, I have to buy these ones because I have a crystal bowl, the singing bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I have those tuning forks too, the, for the, the tuning forks. I got it. Oh, I said, gosh. Cool. I, I, I said, oh, I have to get the gongs. And there's a one guy who makes in a St. Catherine. Oh, it's so beautiful. Like each piece is about like $2,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's nice. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, they they really help to move the, the energy. Yes. And and yesterday, my, my son, he was in Hamilton doing whatever, his sales or whatever. So he sent me a picture. It's like one of those big bells, like handcrafted and all that. So he goes, Ma, I got the bell and I'm buying this. I said, for what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I just liked it. It's like nice, heavy metal and it's beautiful. It sounds good and blah, blah, blah. So I think he's picking up on Saturday. I said, whatever you, you want to do, you do. Okay, I'm coming over Sunday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a nice big bell. Like it's it's one of those metal things. So, okay, that's good. Sound healing is a thing. It, it really yes. is. Because um, it's really moving energy. Because I, I took the course of sound healing one and two with the Jenna. So that's how I purchased a, a biosonic tuning fork. So it's so good. So next time you are here, so we can probably okay. do the healing with that. <laughs> I'm in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Or maybe then... you can play for the group. I mean, I can't come visit. So... <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> or maybe we can have online too, so I can participate. Uh, I'll play. I'll play one of that the the crystal ball. Hold on. Oh wow! Cool. Wow, that's a big bow. Yeah, that is for the root chakras. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I guess you guys can hear that. I didn't know you have those. Jesus. <laughs> it's, you know what? Um, our root chakra is really our connection to Mother Earth. Yeah, like I can, I can feel still like it's going and it's going. Yep. And when we really um, open up the root chakra and, and um, heal the root chakra, Abundance is a given. Because when, like, my sister or Richie, they they are, like, there two minutes, so what I will do, I'll just put it on the root chakra and then I play it. 
while they're laying on that uh, the massage table. So I do that. Mm-hmm. And then Richie, I was like, oh my God, too much vibration, too much vibration. <laughs> <laughs> You have to, you have to be able to really um, allow the energy to move through. It's okay. You're coming here, so we will experience stuff. Okay. Well, good. good. I know who to yes. collaborate with. <laughs> thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Yes, oh, thank you very much. Really, really great. I can like, I still feel my root chakra. Mm-hmm. So going and same thing with the like i have the whole set of fibonacci and the, all the root chakra the tuning forks okay oh it's so good it is wow yes. we yep definitely um it's great to have a you know a, a workshop just to clear out all of this since you already have all the equipment yes <laughs> When Vinny comes over, you can join us in a Zoom meeting and get us all to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> you can have a Zoom meeting just for, you know, Music. what she's, she's going to do. Sound. Mm. Yeah. We did last year with you uh, cleaning like each chakra. Right. Yep. Um, okay. So it's really with uh, meditation. When yeah. you combine that with body movement or with um, like vibration, it works so much faster and easier. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And, and I have that Indian drum too. Somebody gifted me the, the, the drum. The, 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 the drum. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> More toys to play with. Yes. <laughs> so that's all I have for tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank, thank you. Really. Thank you so thank much. You. This was really good. Okay. Really good. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. And so it's a practice. So really, uh, if this resonates with you, then incorporate some of them into your routine and start to move energy. So what is the image behind? It's unusual kind of. Oh, I I actually just picked this um, kind of meditative so it's a guy looking at the horizon. Oh, okay. So it's uh, not somebody it leaving. Place. It's just uh, he's enjoying. Yep, he's just enjoying the, if the, the peace. If you put it on full screen, it will show better. Oh, okay. No, no, you don't have to move. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like when you not the box, like everybody's. Just slide your... Oh, you have to change it. You have to yeah. change it. Yeah. Not where you see each person's face. When you go only to Winnie's face, then you can see the whole background. Yeah, go to view and change it to um, the person talking, speaker view. Then yeah. you would see it. 